Welcome back. Appreciate you guys listening to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine, Steve Patterson, producer DJ Rock Lobster. Clomp, clomp. Clompity clomps. Uh, I do have a fun story that we're going to get to here in a minute, and it has to do with extravagant gifts that celebrities have given to their significant other. It will make us all feel worse about ourselves, like when we gift a sweater or whatever, but it could be fun. But before we do that, I wanted to continue quickly the, uh, the story that had me giggling before break about my time as a caddy at Oakmont Country Club. Donna was talking about Tiger Woods. (laughs) Getting, uh, he's, what is he going in the golf hall of golf hall of fame? Yes. Okay. And he had finished runner up at Oakmont. You mentioned Oakmont, Oakmont country club, a very prestigious country club in the suburbs of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. It's prestigious, but okay. And I would have to call in and tell the caddy master, John Migley, when I was available. And then this is the Oakmont caddy voicemail. Here's the schedule for today. I think he was from Chicago. Hmm. Anyway, sometimes I didn't want to go into work because things were fun and I just thought work would screw that up. So there was a night that I had a little bit of a of an issue. Now, very easily, you can always call the caddy master and leave him a voicemail and say, John, hey, I'm going to be out sick tomorrow. This is Steve Patterson. If you could remove me from the schedule. And he oh, will yeah. not bat an eye. But what do we do? We think that... We over-explain. And we just think it matters more to the person that we're calling than it does. And I called him and proceeded to, in too rich of detail, tell him about some stomach problems that I was having. Shocking. And I then told my brother, Josh Patterson, who was a well-respected caddy there. I was a buffoon. And he was like, why would you, why would you say all these things? Things like I had to go to the bathroom and things were getting a little, I could tell things were getting a little bit left to center there. Mm -hmm. And I thought some stuff had settled, but then I had another round of it where it was like, he's basically were not even sick. No, I I was, there, there was a sickness there, but then I was exaggerating the unpredictability of it. Teenage Steve is like, you know, what if, what happens if I'm out? Sure. In the middle of a par five, and we're about, I don't know, 5,000 yards from the clubhouse. What do I do now? Go crap in the woods? Do you think Stevie Boy the caddy gets a tip at the end of that round? One of the things you would do at the end, point being, just if you're sick, just say, hey, I'm out sick today. That's it. You don't need to explain anything, and you certainly don't need to tell them about your stomach problems in detail. Thank you. What a caddy would do right oh, before they more. left. <laughs> there's more, Rocco. I chew. The music's running out, but oh well. That is the music from the Masters, by the way, in case Hello, you're wondering. Hello, friends. <laughs> it's a tradition unlike any other. The Masters. Good job. On CBS. I, you always get the golfer away, and then as they're just at the end of the 18th hole, you isolate the bag away from the other golfers. And so you have a one-on-one encounter and then you tell them, hey, uh, I'm going to go take your bag up. Just uh, make sure beforehand, I want to make sure that you've got anything that you might need, keys, phone, wallet. And you're dropping to them the hint there of now is the time for you to get your wallet out and give (laughs) me a tip. You do it every single time. Okay. Can I go now? (laughs) It seems like you left about six minutes back. (laughs) Goodbye, friends. (laughs) Goodbye, friends. (laughs) 
<laughs> all right, fine. Now I got a list. Okay, all right. Here we go. Um, yeah, I could tell you were just hanging on to that story. Like, where's it going to go next? <laughs> I know. I'm like, wow. And then you carried a bag. Crazy. Wow. And then you walked <laughs> out of this world. <laughs> I'm kidding. You're my all best right, buddy, boo. Uh, I was with a couple caddies too when they got. Oh, but wait, there's more. They, Marco's the music still there? Um, I think it died. Actually, he it got did it. it. No kidding. <laughs> I was with a guy when he got hit in the head by a golf ball and hit in the back by a golf ball. When you hear the golfer say four from on the tee box and you were caddying halfway down that hole because you're trying to spot where the ball lands, so you have to go halfway down the hole. And this sucker came in, and it, what's the medius? That's the sound that it made on the guy's back. Just like a, like a ball into the meat hawks on his back. The head situation was different, because that broke skin. <laughs> Unbelievable, man. It's a very dangerous job. Oh my God. Now I've got a story about celebrities. Now that all of the, <laughs> the entire audience left. One more don't thing. Make that Cue the music. Don't make that face at me. Cue the music. Oh, which the, the golf, golf music? music yeah. Oh gosh, you're, it's still there. Luckily, I didn't close it down. Because my brother got to <laughs> caddy for Judd Nelson. Is that his name? Judd Nelson yes, from uh, yes, from yeah, the from Breakfast, Breakfast Club. Club sure, yeah. He could not have been nicer to all of us. He also, at a later point, this during the Mario Lemieux Invitational, uh, the next year he caddied for Judd. Uh, Judd Nelson invited us up on to the porch. Afterwards, so that means you saw Michael Jordan, you saw Charles Barkley, all of these stars right up there. Donna, what are you dropping? You're dropping. Oh, sorry, a bunch of names just spilled out there. So then Josh is caddying for Charles Barkley, and he said, "Hey, I might be able to get you a picture with him." At one point, he says, "Hey, that's my brother Steve. He wants to know if he could take a picture with you." Oh my God! You You were like the guy at the party. Nobody wants to talk to you. And then Charles Barkley (laughs) said. Wait a minute. That is also. He said, where is your oh brother? Where, where is your ugly brother? Everyone's that like, is oh, awesome. God. I just got stuck in a corner with this guy who would not shut up. My final <laughs> golf story is. Oh, God. No. I interned for ESPN Radio. Oh, heard of it? Cut this out of the podcast, Donna. Not because of the music. I will. The content? <laughs> yes. And I got to introduce oh, celebrities God. at the tee box. Mm-hmm. And I've told this story before, and I'd love to tell it again. Please don't. Michael Jordan <laughs> was the one that I was going to be introducing. You ever heard of that guy, Rocco? Yeah. yeah. Basketball. So then they have a write-up for him. Michael Jordan, he went to the University of North Carolina, spent so many seasons with the Bulls, and then it said he is considered to be one of the greatest players in NBA history. Michael Jordan's out in front of me. Stevie Boy holding a microphone. And I get to that line, Rocco. And I say, he is considered to be one of the greatest. And then I said, scratch that. He is hands down the greatest player in NBA history, Michael Jordan. And Mike turned to me and gave me a point and a nod like this dude gets it. It's 11-11. I'm making a wish. Please, God, let it end. (laughs) We're out of time for this this segment. But I have got very good news. We're going to do my celebrity story now, after the break. No! Um, Now you're eating up one of my segments! Mine is celebrity. (laughs) Yours is like, what signs of early clotting or whatever. Uh, (laughs) I quit. Actors who 
spend a lot of money on their significant other. We'll we'll run down the list. It's a very fun list. Uh, and we'll give our reactions to it. I think you might be surprised. Can we do that? Fine. When we come back, it's Don and Steve on my... Hey, Steve, drop and give me 50. Okay. Well, really? Yeah, I'm very motivated by clear instructions when it comes to fitness. Well, then you should join the Y. They offer personal trainers who can help you reach your wellness goals with guidance and accountability. Join the Y by March 17th and get $17 enrollment with no dues till May. 29, 30. Join at ymcanorth.org. Morning, welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Right, Stevie? Absolutely, Donna. Always fun to do the radio show with you. Thank you for being here. Rocco Bonello is our producer for thank the final you. two hours of the show. I just want to thank you for doing that like 10-minute golf segment because I wrote all the questions for the upcoming um, <laughs> College of Pop Culture Knowledge. And by the way, uh, we did get an email. This one comes oh, from Canada. Donna and Steve, I'm falling asleep up a ladder with a paintbrush. <laughs> Daniel the painter. Oh, so now I could get sued for that? Is that what he's <laughs> suggesting? I'm the cause for his eventual fall? Uh, that story was terrible. If you missed it, it was a story about me caddying. Just fast forward if you're listening on the podcast. Oh, Rocco, <laughs> maybe it should be the slow jam. Actually, it felt like the slow jam oh, in real God. time, didn't it? Yep. Sure did. All right, so now here's how I'm going to redeem myself. There is a list put together by BuzzFeed about extravagant gifts that celebrities have given to their significant other. We're talking big names. Jay-Z, Brad Pitt, Angelina Jolie, Courtney Cox, the whole thing. How about this one? Then I'll turn to you two for your reactions. Okay. Jay-Z bought a private island. In the Florida Keys for Beyonce's birthday in 2010. Lucky. What's the upkeep on an island, though? I don't know. You hire somebody. You hire a service, right? You hire a service. You hire a caretaker. For the island. Yeah, for the whole island. How big the island is. They probably put a house on it, too. If you like it, then you better put a house on it. Courtney Cox gave her then-husband, David Arquette, a $45,000 antique carousel horse. Seems fitting. Very David Arquette-ish. It really is. I do like that guy a lot. I think He is so likable. He's just He just seems sweet. What a, That's the top word to describe him, I think. Which is probably why she fell in love with him, because he's weird, he's yeah. sweet. Was he kind of Pete Davidson before Pete Davidson? I think he's he's cute though. I could see the appeal. You don't think he's cute? No, he's he's good looking. Well, people say that about Pete Davidson. So maybe when you meet him in person, you know who else they say that about? Who? Who scammy? Keep going. <laughs> Steve, who scammy? I don't think that's how you say it. But uh, that's it is, how you say it. I think it's. Is it? Well, well, it looks like Buscemi, and that's what everybody says. But, but I heard him say it's pronounced. Yes. Yeah. He says it's Buscemi. But we went through a whole list yesterday of correct ways to pronounce difficult celebrity names. And just because something is correct doesn't mean we're going to do it. You're not going to hear Rocco do a Dirt Alert update about Timothee Chalamet. That's (laughs) happening. It's not Uh, happening. Timmy Shell. But I had read an article once and the writer was saying that he is uh, Steve Buscemi. People might go, oh, yeah, he's kind of a funny looking guy. Um, they say he's actually 
handsome in in person. He's got striking blue eyes. And so I bet Pete Davidson, it's kind of the same thing. Thank mm-hmm. you. You think so? I think so, Steve. I know. <laughs> Donna, no, stick no. around. We have, we're just kind of getting started. Justin Bieber bought an entire flower shop's stock for his then-girlfriend, Selena Gomez, in 2011. And here's how everyone's going to feel older. They were dating in 2011, friends. That was 11 years ago. Oh, my gosh. We're getting old. Better get to living. How old were you 11 years ago? No, Don't say it out loud, but think of that. Mm-hmm. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Frightening. Angelina Jolie gave Brad Pitt a $20,000, 200-year-old olive tree in 2010. How do you do that? Blake Lively commissioned a painting from artist Danny Gaiote <laughs> for Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> It was a portrait of Ryan when he was a young paperboy in Vancouver. True story. That's, oh my gosh, really? No, but what I'm oh. going to, that, that is, oh, but I oh, mean, okay, this is a transition. Okay. Oh, colon. <laughs> right. I was a paperboy. Me too. My first job. Mine too. And in fifth grade, in Mr. T's fifth grade classroom. Mr. T? <laughs> Pity, pity the fool. <laughs> His name was Mr. Thompson. He went by Mr. T. Okay. Although his first name, even more confusing, Chick Thompson is what they call him. Okay, story's not getting more interesting. He had a system (laughs) where if you were ever publicly recognized, you could get points for it. And you uh, collected points throughout the year. And at the end of the year, there was an auction for fun toys, water guns, stuffed animals, things like that. What do you mean? Oh, you mean if you were, like, celebrated in some way. Okay, got it. Um, Anyway... I then was a paperboy at the age of 10, but you had to be 12 by the Valley News Dispatch in order to be a paperboy. And so when one of the customers wrote about me, they wrote about Josh Patterson because it was like an ode to the paperboys edition of the paper. And they were like, Josh Patterson does such a good job. Then I had to cut that out of the paper and then take it into Mr. T and say, this is actually about me. It's not about Josh. This is about me, and I need the points. Why did it say Josh then? Because the, I wasn't legally allowed oh, to be sure. a paperboy at that time. Got it. I was doing it. I took my brother's old route. Okay. Isn't that a fun story? Not really. David Beckham gave his wife Victoria an $8 million Bulgari necklace. Did you say $8 million? Yes. What a waste. You think she's going to be wearing that? I'm going out with the girls, hon. I'll be back. Wait, where's my necklace? Like, what do you do with that? That's a dumb present. Buy me a piece of art. Thank you. Is Bulgari the one that's spelled like B-V-L? Yes. That's tough. In my head, I always say Bulgari. Ben Affleck gave Jennifer Lopez a Phantom Rolls Royce back in 2002. It was worth over $400,000. So it wasn't real. It was a Phantom (laughs) Rolls Royce. Ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Sadly, this segment, full of all sorts of fun one-liners and tangent stories, has come to a conclusion. However, 
It's game time. Yeah! Time to play the Millennial X Games. We need one Millennial and one Gen Xer to call us now. The number is 651-641-1071. Call, call, call. See if you can get through. And you can team up with Donna and me as we uh, are pitted against each other's generations in some trivia. It's coming up next. Hello. Good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Or everything entertainment. Guess what, Rocco? Uh, tell me. Well, you need to hit the button. Oh, the millennial. Oh. Yes, I can't pull the thing. Generation X versus millennials. These are the millennial X games. Steve, the millennial. <sighs> I can't even. Versus Donna, the Gen Xer. Like, totally awesome. And here's your host. DJ Rock Lobster. Lobster. <laughs> Why, thank you, dude. I'm DJ Rock Lobster, and this is where I ask Donna questions about millennial things, and Steve questions about Gen X things, and they each get a player to help them out. Uh, Let's introduce those players. On line one, we've got Elle, and she is uh, a millennial. We'll call her Millennial, and here she is. (laughs) Hi, Elle. Hi. Hi. Good. I'm excited to uh, call upon you when needed. I will try to be as useful as possible. Yay! Okay, she's fun. Um, and now we're going to talk to Mimi. She's a Gen Xer. Hey, Mimi. Yo, what's up? Oh, man. I'm just ready for you and I to f- form a union. <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, you know, we'll see. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, who wants to spin that wheel? I want to go first. Okay, oh. wonderful. Okay, here I go. Great, here she goes. Big money, not music, not music. Television. Television. I forgot to tell you, remember an hour ago we did trivia questions about National Get Over It Day? Yeah. Yes. I decided to keep it going. All these questions are about uh, breakup y things okay. from. Uh, the generation. So let's it. start with this one from television. What show that began in 1998 featured a heartbreaking split of characters Eric and Donna? Eric and Donna? Yeah, I think that's right. What year did it start? 1998. Eric? Mm-hmm. I don't think that's right. Yeah, it is. I Googled you that. sure it's not David? David what are and you? Donna. Oh! Oh, I was thinking Beverly Hills 90210, but I have a feeling that this is actually that 70s show. Final. Wow, where'd you pull that one out of? Donna, it's the, you don't Colin? hear the name very long. Uh, very long. I was you thinking. You don't hear that name very long. <laughs> Maybe it's because I said colon. You just put Probably. the L-O-N in there. Exactly. <laughs> I thought he was mispronouncing Dharma. Oh, and I was like, oh. oh, he means Eric and Dharma. But I was like, no, you idiot. That's Dharma and Greg. Remember that Greg show? and Dharma. I Dharma don't know and Greg. that show was streaming anywhere. Dharma and Greg. Yeah, she was so funny. What She's was her good. name? She's good. Her name was whatchamacallit. Jenna Elfman. Yeah. It looks like you can watch it on Hulu. She just came on the scene and was everything, and then we never saw her again. What happened, Jenna Elfman? Don't nobody know? Don't nobody know. I'll Google it later. I've gripped the wheel, and I'm ready to spin Okay, it. here goes. <laughs> Movies. Movies. All right, this will be an interesting one. Uh, the Way We Were was a gigantic uh, sort of breakup movie from mm-hmm. 1973. I'm going way back for this one. 
And then the song, the theme from it by Barbara Streisand, mm. was 1974's most successful recording in the United States. I want you to just sing a bar or two from the song, The Way We Were. Steve? <clears throat> Thank you. <clears throat> First of all, thanks everybody for this opportunity. <laughs> The way we were <laughs> as little ones. Donna, you want to steal? Wait. Yeah. Hang on. <clears throat> oh, I have to figure out when to use my <clears throat> lifeline here. <laughs> um, I'm going to go to Mimi. Let's do it. Let's see if Mimi can sing. Mimi, don't spell it backwards. It's M M. <laughs> Do you know how to sing a bar or two from the song The Way We Were by Barbara Streisand? Oy vey. Um, I probably do know how it, but I can't tell you right now because I can't remember. A one, a two, a one. <laughs> the way we were. No, the way we I'll play. I'll play a little bit. I could. I would have taken the beginning of the verse. There it is. Light the corners of my mind. Misty water colored memories. See, it was a big hit. Misty water colored memories. Did you ever do the the way we are? That's why I almost did accidentally have it with the way we were. <laughs> yeah, you weren't too right, far whatever. off. That's um, uh, you know, that was a weird Robert point. Redford, no. Barbara Streisand. No. A big fat goose egg. A big fat goose egg. You. All right, Donna, spin it. Okay. Not music, not music, not music, not music. All right. All right. For this one, we're uh, going to go to shoot. 2003. Now. What breakup song from 2003 opened up with the line, I'm coming out of my cage and I've been doing just fine. Oh, man. I'm coming out of my cage and I'm doing just fine. Could that be a Katy Perry song? Has she been around that long? I'm coming out of my cage and I'm doing just fine. It's probably like, it's probably like a Christina Aguilera. I'm going to use L. Let's go to L. Okay, L. Any thoughts on this one? I could sing it. Oh, I think you should. <laughs> here we go. Uh, here is L singing a song a cappella in her car. <laughs> yeah. I'm coming out of my cage and I'll be doing just fine. Gotta, gotta be done because I want it all. Started out with a kiss. Had it End up like this. It was only a kiss. It was only a kiss. Now I'm falling asleep. And she's calling a cab while you're having a smoke. And she's taking a drag. Now they're going to bed and my stomach is sick. And it's all in my head. So where does it go, know the Do you know the chorus? Do you know the name of the song? Okay. I can keep it going. Holiday he was... with uh, yes, Diaz. with Cameron Diaz. Yes, I was thinking that same thing. Oh god! Well, you were doing so good. Can you get to the middle of the song? No, we need to start at the beginning again. No point if she doesn't name the song. And it's in his chest now. He takes off her dress now, telling, oh. letting him go. <laughs> I just, I just, it's killing me. 
It's taken control. <laughs> Jealousy. Jealousy. Now keep going. Jealousy. 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 I am now Team Jet Xer. <laughs> <laughs> L gave me everything Mimi didn't. <laughs> Thank you, L. Okay, hang on. L uh, did her part What's there. What's it called again? Mr. Mr. Brightside. Brightside. <laughs> Great song. That is a good song. That took a while. So whose turn is it again now, Steve? Stevie, boo, boo, yeah. Okay, yeah. let's go with this one. Oh, wait, I mean, you spin the wheel. Oh, yeah. Here we go. <laughs> Music. All right. All right. Here's another breakup song. Perhaps the number one breakup song of all time. It From came out in 1978. Era. Gloria Gaynor recorded a song that some say is the ultimate getting over it breakup song. <laughs> Can you name that Gloria Gaynor song? I would like to ask for assistance, please. <laughs> and that would be in the form of you humming. Okay, how about, how about if I said it was later uh, covered in the millennial era by the band Cake? <laughs> hum. I mean, at the beginning of the song, at first, uh, she was afraid. Stop she was it. Oh, Don't oh, 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 we just sang the entire song with your lifeline. It took up four minutes. We sang one full verse, a bridge, right. and a chorus I'm full rolling. throat. All right. Here goes mm-hmm. my spin. Movies. Movies. All right. This okay. is uh, coincidental because this is a movie where the character's name is L. How fun. It's from 2003. The character L Woods, a fashionable sorority queen, yeah. is dumped by her boyfriend, and then she decides to follow him to law school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Name that breakup movie. Oh, my God. It's a really cute movie. It's called... Oh, God. What is it called? Something law. Legally Blonde. Oh! Final. Wow. Oh, I had to take my headphones off. Thank yeah. you. Things I get win. serious when the headphones come off. Does that mean Donna's got yes, three? I don't think Steve can L. win, but we'll Woo. do it anyways. Okay, right? go ahead. Uh, blah, television. Uh, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> what TV show that started in 1990? I went way across the board for Gen X today. I went yeah. from 73 to 90. Mm. Uh, showcased the breakups of uh, Brenda and Dylan. 90210. There you go. There it was. Three was to two. Uh, Donna, that means, does that mean L doesn't win? I get confused. Here. L, L wins. does win. L does win. Mimi. She helped. It's a tough day right, for let's bring, Mimi. Uh, let's have a concession speech from Mimi. Hello, Mimi. Mimi, sorry, anything you you'd win. like to say? I'm sorry, I missed that last part. What'd you say? Anything you'd like to say after we, I turned to you, we needed to sing the song, you and I, oh. we couldn't, and then Mimi, or L came in and sang a verse and a half of The Killers. It's 
could have done a way better job, and I failed the mission, but I will try again next time. I'm way clever, more clever than that. You know what? That's the great thing, uh, Mimi, is that uh, when you're a loser on this show, you can call in tomorrow. There's no time limit for when you can call back and play again. So redemption is in your future, okay? Right on, brother. I like (laughs) that. Bye, Mimi. Bye, I like her. Okay, and hang on, And here's the big winner, Elle. Elle, woo, we Yay. did it. Thank you. That was so fun. <laughs> it was fun. I would have been really sad had you not pulled out Legally Blonde. I get constantly asked about that movie because of my name. <laughs> oh, totally. Yeah, I, I really didn't think I was going to get it because there's, what was the other cute movie that she was Sweet in? Home Alabama. Not that one, but there's another one. I don't know. It, something about politics. I don't know. I'm going to go now. No. <laughs> Bye. Uh, Elle, hang on the line, okay? Rocco's going to get your information. Okay. I'm going to bring you guys some samples. Yeah, she's at the uh, Dunord uh, Distillery, right? Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Great. Social Spirit. Yes. Yes. We accept. Unless it's illegal, then we don't. Then we don't. <laughs> well, on the record, let us say that. I, I won't do it if it's illegal. Okay. No, I don't think it is. Listen, it's we... Fine. Love you, and we thank you for calling. Uh, when we come back, we are going to wrap up the show here. We'll grade what we thought our performance was as a whole. It wasn't great today. Uh, but also, we have a little bit of Batman news for you. Robert Pattinson really was adamant about making this big change to the character Batman. Do you know what it was? Did you see the movie? Did you figure it all mm. out? That when we come back. Hi. Steve was dropping names again. Hey, we're back. Final stretch of the Donna and Steve extravaganza on my talk 1071 everything entertainment. We were talking about Reese Witherspoon's movie Legally Blonde, and I was thinking of the other one. Election is the movie. Oh yes, that was a good movie with that right? one guy in it. Yeah, the guy. I know the that guy, guy. With the thing, tall yeah. guy. Yes, tall Kinda guy. Kind of light, yes. like blondish brown hair yeah, guy. guy. I mean, basically, when I write millennial questions, I could make them all Reese Witherspoon's questions because she just dominated that period, right around the oh, turn totally. of the century. Yeah. And Great. now she's the $900 million woman, right? With she her... owns her own production company. Oh my gosh. She is killing it. Thank she's you. She's doing well. Reese Witherspoon, by the way, epic name. Uh-oh. You think so? Reese and followed by Witherspoon. It's, it's a good one. Ro- overruled, Rocco. <laughs> yeah, too. No. So I'm sorry. I have veto power on All right, epic fine. names in human Oh, it starts at the... This isn't good for me. I think you just came up with a new show segment. Speed casting. <laughs> Take one of Steve's endless stories and speed it up so that it ends faster. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> whoa. That is from our buddy Jim. Thank Boy, you. You tell one pretty pointless 11-minute story about your history with golf, and you're labeled for life. Mm-hmm. It, well, not exactly the first time. Anyway, it hi. It is a good concept. Hi to Mary in uh, South Carolina. Mary? Mary. I was looking up South Carolina, North Carolina, places to go on vacation. That's why she emailed. Oh, come what'd to, she have to say? Come to Charleston. Uh, you can go to beaches, drive to Hilton Head very quickly, go to Myrtle Beach. Myrtle? Myrtle. Um, for amusement parks, many things to do with a few hours, the beauty of the rest of the city. Thanks, Mary. That all that sounds good. Wonder, wonder. I'm wonder if my wife would be interested in taking a cruise this year. You know, you can get some cheap cruise tickets. Oh, sure. 
Um, I know, do love also, the high seas. Also, Sun Country has had some really great deals on um, airfare. My brother and his wife were saying that they found like $49 one way. Wow. That's pretty good. This is very good. It's very good. I just wonder where else, where else can you go? Where, what other places can we go to for a nice getaway you know vacation? What? what about like Asheville, North Carolina? Or mm-hmm. do the whole South Dakota thing. Man, is that fun. Yeah, I want that. more of the, uh, but Beach. again, yeah, okay. I just feel like some, I, I want to, so by the way, if you're joining us, we we're, were talking about, we have a trip with the family, but I was thinking last night, I was watching like a vacation vloggers YouTube and I thought I'm getting an itch as I saw them getting off and going to islands, things like that. I just thought I, I want that soaking in the sun as everything melts away and you just become one with the nothingness that you have to accomplish for the it. next week. So I do sense that kind of vibe. I Go want to Florida. Florida. <laughs> I Go haven't to even Florida. There's so many, there's so many little places you can go. You could go to the keys. That's super fun. Listen, I'm not here to plan your vacation. I'm not getting paid for this. Donna, no, but remember I've been trying to tell you that um, it's not always about if you're getting paid for something. That's why I know why a lot of your friendships crumbled, but this is just normal <laughs> input. We're just talking. So if you have any ideas for fun little places that you've gone, I'd love to know. But boy, I tell you, you can. You can really just hop on a cruise ship. In fact, Royal Caribbean, their wonder of the seas, the biggest cruise ship on the planet, just had its maiden voyage. They're on the high seas right now. Mm. The first cruise ever. It's massive. Cool. They just did away with their mask policy no, if, you, if you're vaccinated. Okay. So now it's crazy because you see this full ship and it really looks like the before. You know, it looks like, because I saw other cruise vloggers in the previous months and you have masks on when you're walking around sure. inside and stuff like that. But everywhere. And then you just hear like the steel drums. The, oh, if I hear steel drums... I am instantly, emotionally gone. I am on vacation. You know when you arrive at a vacation, and it's very often on a cruise ship, that you go out to the deck where the pools are, and then you are greeted with steel drums, the sound of vacation, the sound of the okay. islands. All right. Would this <laughs> be speed-casted, too? No. <laughs> Somebody called in and said her suggestion is Tybee Island near Savannah, Georgia. Oh, I bet that's gorgeous. Tybee? Yeah, I never heard of it myself. Tybee Island. Okay, yeah, well, you T-Y-B-E. worked that off when you're not on the air. Let's oh, talk about Batman. Uh, so that change that you noticed in the character of Batman, if you've seen the movie, don't worry, this isn't a spoiler, but usually Bruce Wayne is out there at parties, fancy parties, champagne glass in hand, and that's how he runs a bit of a decoy. He's a playboy. He's uh, he's loaded, and nobody would ever suspect that he is Batman. Robert Pattinson evidently was passionate about wanting to get that changed because he just thought, I just feel like this guy's more brooding and doesn't do as much of a sociopath flip the script from cheery guy who can host galas and then suddenly is a masked vigilante. Mm-hmm. So okay. some people have noticed that you don't get nearly, you don't get what you got in previous Batman movies, which was there at the rich swanky parties. And I was surprised to find out that that was Robert Pattinson who pushed for that change or was vocal about that change. Cause you would think if you're Robert Pattinson and you get offered the role of Batman, you just, I don't know, accept it. Right. And say, all right, we'll do, do that. what you're told. Yeah. Especially for a, a 
a character like Batman. This is what we know of Bruce Wayne. And he said, now let's make some changes. There was another list, by the way, that had it as the... Um... Did you say list? Oh, yeah, it actually is no, on a list. Yeah. He's on the phone. Oh, man. Fine. Now, now Rocco's turned into a travel agent over there. People are calling. They're saying, yep, um, go on vacation. She said Sanibel Island. Oh, Sanibel. That's what I was thinking of that? in Florida. Yep. Oh, and right? uh, she said, you still got to be careful on cruise ships, you know. Yes. Wear yeah. that mask. Yeah. Well, safe. Royal Caribbean isn't, though. I'm just saying. I was just telling you what Royal Caribbean's doing. Okay, it's That's fine. It's, it's fine. It's fine. All right. right. Uh, we did have an update on a list, though, of uh, Batman movies all time. A right? list. Yes. Let's make a list. <laughs> Gizmodo has it ranked as their the seventh best Batman movie seventh? of all time. Yeah, it came in at seventh. So I was sort of surprised. Well, at. they also, I don't know if it was Gizmodo, but whoever did a ranking of the best Batmans and they put Ben Affleck at the top. Well, this one has The Dark Knight as number one. Okay, that's fair. Okay. Batman is number two, which would have been the Michael Keaton Batman. Got it. Then Batman Begins, and then, yeah, down at number seven comes the Batman. I did like Jack Nicholson's Batman. Not him as Batman, Joker. but Joker. Yeah. I like that one, too. Yeah, he was pretty maniacal in that. So good. I'd say let's go around the horn. One to ten ranked the show today. I say four. I'll go four. Gosh. Out of 10, of course, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Or at 20. <laughs> Not out of five. Yeah. But, Rocco, your performance. Oh, thanks. Just to, if you listen to the podcast, avoid the beginning of the 11 o'clock hour with Steve's 10-minute golf oh, caddy story. If anyone, seriously, if you guys have any follow-up questions, honestly, reach out via email. I am an open book about my golf okay, pass. Okay, bye, everybody. All right. Colin and Bradley are next.